We are trailblazers. We are scientists. We are diplomats. We are warriors. We are protectors. We are healers. We are pioneers. We are explorers. We are family. And we are the crew of the USS Arabella, boldly going where no one has gone before. Hello and welcome to The Ready Room, the Treks and Sci-Fi Microcast. I'm Kenny. I play Nathan Quinn, the captain of the USS Arabella. And this is Jen. I play the Vulcan First Officer Commander Savril. On today's show, we have a special interview coming to us from across the pond. RPG Protocol, a special story so far, and our final thoughts. Special guest interview. We have Hawkeye Meds. Uh, he's also, his real name is Simon, but he goes by Meds. And yeah, don't call me Simon, Kenny. No, I know, I, I already made the mistake of calling you Simon. <laughs> um, and he he's a he's a new member actually. He joined in season six. And uh, why don't you tell us first about your character, who he is, um, his where he's from, you know, stuff like that. Uh, well, his, na- his name's Joseph De Callan. Um I actually got the the name is uh, a little bit of a tribute to Edward Woodward, uh, a fine English actor who portrayed a character called David Callan in the 60s. So that's where you get De Callan from. Okay. Uh, so I just threw that one in there as a little homage to him. Uh, he was born in Brisbane in Australia. He's about 32, 33 years old. He's a he's human. Uh-huh. Um, he was brought up in a you know good family background, but things started to go fairly pear-shaped for him. Uh, his his mother died, uh, supposedly. I'm throwing this one in here now for future uh, <laughs> through childbirth, uh, which is what he thinks. Because obviously, as you know, he's had a he hasn't had the greatest of upbringing. His his dad um, suddenly went barmy and they yeah. locked him up in an insane asylum. And his his brother ran away. He did search for his brother Theron, who's now recently popped you know popped back into the story. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, surprise. Yeah, working for Section Thirty One. Um, so he had a bit of a problem with his eye. Now I, I heard on the last ready room you was talking to Jen about that, and you wasn't too sure about whether he still got an eyeball or whether it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they take it out? Did he remove no, no. it? The, the guy who who broke into his room, he didn't really care much whether Joseph lived or died. Yes. You know, he was just he was thinking, you know what, I I like your eyeball. I'm going to take it with me, you know, and I'll use it for what I want. But his brother. He just cut it open and removed the lens and took the cell out. It was a small little cell that was in okay. the eyeball, which is supposed to grow and have crazy stuff for the all emotion. Gotcha, so gotcha. no, he's, he's still got the eyeball. Everybody who's had this experiment and happened to them uh-huh. uh, has the same kind of eye formation. Theron has the same eye um, look as well. So okay, yeah, that's, that's what I'm so. Okay, now did is this the reason why your wife and children were killed or his really? <laughs> His wife and children. Uh, well, yeah, his wife and because I was on uh, like R and R, they was having a bit of a holiday, and the the wife and kids were just they were unfortunately there at a place at the wrong time. One of those <laughs> scenarios. Um, so there was no and, uh, no reason. No, it wasn't the same people. No, no. Okay. No, there was there was no sort of like it, they didn't go after him for that. It was just unfortunate that he was there. But the the people who killed him were just they just gone mad. That's the reason why you couldn't see the fire. And it was all because of this, this cell. And Theron's brother was chasing them because gotcha. he was trying to get them all back. 
into this little compound where there was going to be, but they just went mad and he couldn't do anything about it. Gotcha. Um, so unfortunately, his wife, because she was also a Starfleet officer, you know, stood yeah. up to go and fight for them, but they were, they was unfortunately killed. The story was going to be a little bit longer than uh, what I actually cut it down because I, I didn't know series six was going to be uh, the shorter version. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I kind of like, hurry up and <laughs> <sniff> <laughs> a bit. I didn't want to carry him on being really upset and grumpy and you know. Burning yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, he can, he can, that that can definitely come up again. I was gonna, you know, his brother. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, yeah, I know. And then, of course, you know, we're making him chief uh, security officer. I'm like, great, we're gonna have like yeah, a yeah. whack job doing uh, being our chief security. Oh, he's gonna kick some ass. I think. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to. He's, he's he's still got a little bit of anger there, but I think there's a bit more of a humorous side to him. And I, and I think there was um, there was something about him when he when he went onto the ship and he was he was back into a familiar territory. And yeah, uh, I think he's definitely calmed down a little bit more there. Yeah, but there's... it's been a while since he's been on a ship, right? How long is he, was he down? Was he in the hospital for? It was about a year. I mean, oh, he yeah. had um, it was some psych treatments and all that kind of stuff. But I, I think um, because it affected him so badly, they, they just wanted to check him over. And also, he had six months off uh, away from any kind of staff day duties. Uh, yeah. That's the reason why he was away for so long. Gotcha. And uh, is this the first time you've done an RPG? It is. I'm totally new to it. I mean, I, I joined, I think I, I kind of got into the you know, Treks in Sci-Fi podcasts in January, and I, I just I downloaded every single thing I could on iTunes, uh-huh. and then went all that, and then um, started reading more and doing the forums. And uh, I think you and Jen then sort of like emailed me a few times and said, "Look, why don't you have a go at writing?" Because I already do writing for like the comedy show that I do, and yeah. But it's the first time I've ever done anything like this. I'm not very good at, at story writing. Uh, I couldn't. I don't think I've got it in me to write a novel because I tend to get a little bit bored. But script writing is is fairly easy for me. So yeah, I have to change stuff and think. Well, you know, go back and read everyone else's posts and see how they do it. And yeah. I think it was, it was very nerve wracking uh, actually starting this because everyone's writing is just amazing. It really is it's so it, professional. It's, it's scary. Really. I know we have some really really good writers and. I think for myself, I'm not a great writer. I'm I'm with you. I can write script, but mm. the way that this is being told, it's told as like a story, like a novel. So you have to, yeah. you know, you're talking in third person, and you're, you know, you just got to remember the style of it. But I think reading other people's stuff, it does definitely elevate your writing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I kind of like uh, deliberate. When I knew that I was going to start joining the RPG, I deliberately didn't read. I started reading like season five, especially towards the end, so I knew mm-hmm. what was going on with the ship. But then I kind of stopped reading it, and it was wasn't because I wasn't interested. It was because that my character that I was going to write wasn't there, so I didn't want to start writing, putting stuff in, thinking accidentally about like the sort of type yeah. because yeah. it wasn't any in the He doesn't know anything about it. So after I finished, I then went back and started reading all of um, season five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because you need to understand the characters, too, because you're going to be interacting with everybody, so it's good to know the people. Well, I've picked off – I kind of went back and started picking off people who's been, like, prolific in the writing of season six and started reading all about their characters. So I know virtually all their characters. I mean, I couldn't couldn't start telling you all about them now, but I've got a rough idea about it. Unfortunately, I can, but – Yes, you can. You're you're addicted to it more than anyone (laughs) I know. Well, well, I suppose you could get, get in these cool jobs. You know, 13, just... 14 hours on the Trex and Sci-Fi forum, is that being addictive? Come on. 
<laughs> you you just going for those extra points. You're just going to beat Rico on the post. Ah, oh, I'm trying. He always is like a thousand ahead of me, and I can't beat him. <laughs> Makes me just mad. go to his house and, and steal his computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think that would work. Uh, let's see, what else is there? Where do you see your character going? Um, well, I mean, now that you've yeah, made YouTube, I think it's, uh, you know, there's there's definitely, depending on what missions we're going to be doing, I mean, uh, who knows what Season 7 are, you know, offers us, really. If, uh, are we gonna go, if we go down to planets or anything like that, I'm sure he's going to be taking a few people that you can let get killed. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's all of it. Yeah. You've got you've to have some security people. you got to take the red, to, the red shirts. That's yeah, right. we've got, we might have to start making a load of NPC red shirts just to kill <laughs> off, you know. <laughs> yep, gotta start working on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's this thing, once we once the next season gets started, and, uh, you know, like, say, if you turn out, are we going to go on a, you know, an away mission? Yeah. Then then I think things can kick off a little bit better then. Uh, yeah. But I'll, I'll wait and see what, what you decide, Captain. I know, all that pressure on my shoulders. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Well, you know, that's that, that's what he can spend his 13 hours working on. Uh-huh. So. All right. Very cool. Thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time and, and sitting down with us and chatting about your character. It's a pleasure. An absolute and pleasure. We look forward to seeing where Joseph goes, crazy and all. <laughs> yeah, and of course, Theoman, Theoman's going to pop up again. He's uh, he's going to pop up and, and give him some news that uh, he oh. definitely won't be expecting. So. Oh, great. Look forward I'll to that. that one already. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, thanks. Right. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Kenny. Righty. Cheers, mate. RPG Protocol. Okay, next is um, our segment on... What? RPG protocols. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it, it, the, the the title escaped me. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we have so, several things we want to talk about. So why don't you start? Okay. I almost well, called you surreal. You almost called me surreal. I did. Awesome. I'm like, why don't you start surreal? And I'm like, I caught myself right before I said it. Okay, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh would man. Prefer, would you prefer that I call you Captain Quinn? <laughs> call me. Yeah, I like Quinn. Just Quinn. Okay, Quinn. <laughs> well, we we spend way too much time yes, doing this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. RPG protocol. Today we'll just be discussing um, using the out of character section, and um, I guess really we've had some a few people confused as to what um, they should be doing in the story, and you know it's no big deal. People send us PMs all the time asking for clarification, but um, just letting you know that there's a section, you know, every time we start a new season, we name it after that season. It'll be, for, for instance, this out of character is called Season 7 Out of Character, or, or OOC. Yeah. And there we um, give direction to people, um, remind them about, you know, posting etiquette, and people ask questions there, and they're answered in that section. So um, anytime you come to the forum, um, make that a part of your habit to check that. It'll be blue if there's a new post in it, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it'll be highlighted. So, yeah. but just you go can, check that section. Yeah. And, you, can, you can also subscribe to that thread. So yeah, every time someone posts something new, mm-hmm. you get an email telling you someone posted something new. Right. Just there, there's a, 
like I've said before, there is a, a button you can click within a thread called Notify, and it's in that top bar right under Previous and Next under the Friends Online. It'll say Reply, Notify, Mark, Unread, Send This Topic in Print. And just click Notify, and every time someone posts, it'll send you an email letting you know that there's something new there. Yep. Next, I guess, um, there's another section that within the out-of-character th- um what would you call that? Just a the thread? Topic? Topic, yeah, yeah. The topic section. Yeah. And it's called um, Comments and Compliments. And here um, we all get our, our little egos <laughs> massaged <laughs> like that. by um, giving each other kudos on good posts. And um, that is basically the, you know, being creative people, we all like, like to hear, you know, if someone liked something that was written or... Yeah. You know, just just make sure that you tell somebody if you like something that, that that you read. Hey, you know, you did a really good job. I like this or that, or um, or if if you have a question about their yeah, character, question or a comment post it there or, or a comment, um, you know. post it there. And also, you know, that that particular thread is open to people who are just reading yes. our story. Also, yeah, we so like to you know a lot of people are reading it. I mean, because mm-hmm. it's obvious a lot of people. Read not just the RPG players. So if you're a non-RPG player and you enjoy the story, uh, drop us a line. You know, let us know. Go to compliment thread and and leave a comment about mm-hmm. how you enjoy reading it, who you enjoy, or what you enjoy. You know, just let us know that there's other people out there other than the crazy people who are actually participating in it. Yeah, the ones who do uh, write too much and call each other severely. <laughs> talking about <laughs> oh i don't know <laughs> but on you can find it by um going to the forum at treksandsci-fi.com scrolling down and you'll see under the heading forum rpg game there is a um a topic called ooc out of character and if you click on that then it um it'll show you all kinds of stuff yeah Lots of topics on on the story that's going on. And normally that thread, the compliment thread, is always at the top because people use it all the time. So mm-hmm. same thing with the out of character seven. Uh, that's also mostly on top because it's the mm-hmm. most current thread that we use to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Oh, is there anything else? Um, do we want to talk about voting? Oh yeah, that would poll? that would be nice. Um, just as. A reminder, when we put up a poll uh, that it's in regards to a ship or a name of, you know, something to do with the RPG, that we ask only the RPG players to vote. Um, it only seems fair that, you know, we're the ones using the names or, uh, you know, names. Contributing to the story. Yeah, contributing to the story that it would be nice if it was just our votes that actually counted. Mm-hmm. So um, you're more than welcome to read it. And, and you, you can comment on it. You can comment on it all you want, but we ask that you please do not vote for something that pertains only to the RPG game. Yeah. Thank you. Here's the story so far. Okay, so for this week's story so far, uh, we pretty much launched the ship. And we had a briefing. So take a quick listen to the briefing. Before we departed space dock, I received orders to investigate the apparent disappearance of several Federation scientists. 
There are ten in all who infiltrated the native population in order to study the culture. Three of them report to their superiors at the designated six-month interval. Nathan clasped his hands behind his back and began to circle the room, occasionally glancing to the various officers whose collective attention followed him around the table. The civilization of this world could be compared to the medieval age of ancient Earth. Since the researcher's arrival, the society has undergone advances that are unachievable without outside interference. Our assignment is to locate these missing anthropologists and investigate the reason behind the native's sudden progression in agricultural, architecture, philosophy, and medicine. It is suspected that these researchers have contaminated the culture, but we cannot rule out the possibility that other sources are to blame. Quinn stopped beside Servrell and turned his gaze to Margon, and then to Catan, and then to Joseph de Collin. The populace consider these new technologies to be magic. Mass hysteria has resulted, and certain governments have enacted witch hunts and inquisitions. Their society has been thrown into chaos, and both the researchers and native population is in great danger. We, too, will be in danger. He turned his gaze to Severil, who was still seated in her chair, and nodded. The Vulcan parted her hands, which had been folded before her on the table, and tucked a strand of hair behind her ear. The geology of this planet obstructs orbital scans, thus making an away mission our only viable option. The use of tricorders will be limited, preventing scans of broad areas. They will only be used when in close proximity to the subject, and even then, the data collected may be deficient. The captain and I will lead two teams during our away mission. My party will be comprised of medical and science officers and a small contingent of security officers. We will seek evidence that will explain the technological advancements in these fields and search for the missing scientists. The captain's group will be comprised of engineering, tactical, and security officers. They will seek the researchers and look for data that will clarify their advancements in war and industry. Savril gave Quinn a nod as she finished. Nathan continued to pace around the room. It is imperative that we do not cause any more damage to this culture. We need to get in there, locate our missing scientists, see if they are responsible for what is happening, and get out. Quinn stopped at the head of the table. Are there any questions? Eric caught Quinn's eye. Yes, Lieutenant. Eric cleared his throat. What if we find out that these scientists are responsible for what's happening to this civilization? Quinn took a deep breath. We'll have to cross that road when we get to it. Anything else? Quinn waited a moment. Good. We'll be running simulation using our new Camelot Hollow program to help us integrate into the civilization at 1800 hours. Dismissed. All right, and now what's going on, Jen? Uh, well, everyone's preparing for um, the training session on the holodeck. Yes, which is a lot of fun. It's fun reading everybody's different ideas of medieval times mm -hmm. and what they're wearing and, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And we just started, so people are just now getting dressed and making their way to the holodeck. So, all right, so here are a few examples of some of our crewmen getting ready for the medieval Camelot holo program. Savril spent the remainder of her shift in her office researching the topics of medieval society. As an archaeologist, historical topics were of great interest to the Vulcan, and as she so often did while studying subjects of fascination, she lost track of time. She finished the last paragraph of the database's complete anthology of medieval Earth history and glanced up. Computer, what is the current ship's time? 
A lackluster voice promptly answered, Current ship's time, 1655 hours. She had a little over an hour with which to prepare, and garments of this era were impossible to don alone. For this reason, handmaidens were often employed to dress medieval ladies, and so Savril determined that the best course of action was to be dressed in the holodeck, where servants could be replicated along with her garments. She reordered the items on her desk for the third time and exited her office. As she proceeded through the passageway, she was stopped short of the corridor by Nathan Quinn, who had been waiting just outside the door. The captain was clad in a handsome blue tunic trimmed with silver. About his waist was a long belt, which he tucked under once and allowed the excess to stretch to his knees. A dagger and a coin purse hung at his side, and black leather gauntlets were worn on his hands. He spread them wide, slid the pointed toe of his black hip-high boots forward, and bowed low. Milady, he said. After a moment, he straightened to his full height and asked with a grin, Well, what do you think? The Vulcan took a moment to study his attire before stating flatly, It is authentic. Is that all? he asked disappointedly. Commander Savril arced an eyebrow and reconsidered her comment. It is also aesthetically pleasing, she amended. Nathan allowed his smile to grow, and they walked together to the turbolift. Deck five, he announced, then turned to his first officer, who still wore her crisp duty uniform. Where's your costume, Commander? The tall woman kept her gaze on the doors ahead and uttered evenly, In Camelot, Captain. He pushed himself up using his arms as his upper body raised up off the floor, the floor he had been stuck to for going on five minutes now. Next, one by one, he brought his knees towards his chest so he was now in a kneeling position, hands flat on the deck. Now he could move one foot forward to establish a point of leverage and use his leg strength to push himself up. With a titanic effort, he made it back to his feet. The clinking of the armor seemed to mock him somehow. He turned and looked at himself in the mirror. He was head to toe in what the computer assured him was the correct representation of medieval armor appropriate for a warrior of this time period. He was astonished that anyone could walk, let alone fight unencumbered. He had tripped and fell over a chair when the face mask of the helmet slammed shut, cutting off the majority of his field of view. He reached over and heaved the broadsword over his shoulder. He was sure it weighed nearly as much as he did. He clanked out of the door of his cabin in an attempt to reach the holodeck before the next week. A stunned crewman stopped dead in his tracks at the sight. Karath glowered at the young crewman, who seemed to be on the verge of laughter. Choose your next words wisely, crewman. So for today's final thoughts, what do we have, Jen? Well, um, we're going to beg again. <laughs> and <laughs> please, yes. Readings. Yes. Of, of the RPG, kind of like what we did this time. We're going to start doing it that way because it's a little more... Um, more enjoyable. Quick. It's, it's enjoyable. fun, too. And then it'll be more... It'll be special when we do, you know, the major production we're working on right now. Yeah, the so, yeah. these are just readings. We're not asking you to put sound effects with them or music. Yeah. Or, these are just fun readings of someone's post. Uh-huh. You know, yes. or your favorite post or your and don't, post. Yeah. Then don't worry about messing up. You could read it. Over and over again. If yes. You have to. Don't worry and about editing. I'll take care of that. You can just send it into me, and I'll cut mm-hmm. it together. Make you sound yeah. great. Just pause between your mess ups. Yes. <laughs> if you mess up a sentence, just pause and redo it. Yeah. And we'll put it together for you. Yeah. So. But anyway, it would be nice to get some other people's stuff. Yeah. Not and you just 
even if you're not a member of the the RPG, if you want to read something. Oh, definitely, definitely. And we're still looking for comments about the RPG. If you like mm-hmm. something, if you you know don't like something, or you want to compliment somebody on their RPG, anything. You know, you want to compliment the Ready Room. I know a lot of people enjoy the Ready Room. We like to hear it. So just you can send us emails to the Ready Room Podcast at gmail dot com. You can also send all your audio bites to the Ready Room podcast at gmail.com um we can also read emails on the air so mm-hmm. you could definitely send us just if you don't want to record anything or you can't record anything just send us a nice little email and jen and i will re- read it on the air uh, we just we're trying to do more interactive with our listening members um mm-hmm. and we keep asking and asking we haven't gotten anything yet but you know eventually someone will send us something mm-hmm. um and then we'll be happy <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're happy now. Well, we're always we'll happy. We'll just be happier. There we go. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So uh, what else for final thoughts? Um, what else? Just keep uh, keep posting away. We're just now starting uh, the Hollow, Hollow Camelot Hollow program. Uh, that should be starting early next week. The actual event itself will be starting. Right now, everyone's just getting ready. I'll, you know, if... Um, everybody is this this storyline was created so that everyone could go on the away mission yes so if you don't want to go just let us know and um, work with just X and me who have characters who will be remaining aboard the yeah, and Arabella. I will be uh, took will be also on okay the episode. yeah so there still will be writers writing for characters on board the Arabella. So if you don't want to go on the away mission, just talk to them and collaborate with them. And um, that way we can have a story that's going on on the ship yeah. while the away team's on the surface. It'll definitely be a minor B story, but it'll, you know, yeah. we will have a story that's happening on the ship as well as the major away mission, which the majority of the people I think are part of yeah. or should be and, part of. As in, like we said in our, our little um, audio, our, our reading of our um, debriefing, yeah. um, this, this, the teams that will be going are medical officers, security officers, scientists, and a team of engineers. Yeah. And that way, everyone has a chance to write about their investigations of whether or not these scientists who are missing are responsible for this um, culture corruption because yeah. these are a, a, a an underdeveloped um, people and now all of a sudden they're starting to reach a technological um, I don't know they're yeah. just growing they're, just, they're advancing too fast yes. yeah. yeah and so we're supposed to find those scientists and decide whether or not they're responsible for what's going on or if something else is because as you know in the Star Trek universe we can have any number of reasons why that could happen. Yeah. You know, someone's messing with them outside of, you know, the space-time continuum. Or, <laughs> you know, there's there's some evil aliens that are mining underneath the surface. And Never that's know. Another, that's another That's right. Episode. That's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So, uh, Season 7 started off pretty good. And it looks to be a really fun season. So, we're looking forward to uh, the future of the RPG. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I think that is it. This is Kenny. And this is Jen. Hailing frequencies closed. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to The Ready Room, please listen to the Anomaly Podcast, where female and fandom converge. <laughs>